This is Jess Explores. I'm Jess and I work in Mare, the SFI Research Center for Energy, Climate and Marine. Join me today on a new episode of Jess Explores. The other day I went for a swim. It was really cold, but it was really enjoyable because the sun was shining and I wouldn't let a little bit of cold get in my way of getting in for a nice open water swim. But as I was floating around, which I also like to do no matter how cold I am, I love a good float and just looking up into the sky and letting the ocean water just rush over you. It's it's just such a great feeling. And as I was doing that, I was thinking to myself, it's just so great to have no gravity and feel like there is no gravity. And of course, the next thing in my head was, well, there is gravity. Because if you are underwater and you do scuba dive, you will see that there is gravity. You can pick something up in the water and it won't just float around. It will drop to the ground. And so I'm sure you've all noticed that. So I'm not mentioning anything new to you. And if I am, this is just a gravity science, apple falling off the tree. That's that. So what actually happens underwater is that the water is heavier than you, which means that the water will push you up. And that's why you can float. That depends on where you are in the world. So you may float easier in salt water or in saltier water, but you may have troubles, for example, in fresh water. And by troubles, I mean, it will just be harder to float for some people. Um, and then if you, for example, in the Irish Sea, which isn't as salty or salient as other waters, the Irish Sea has a very low salinity compared to, for example, the Adriatic Sea. So therefore, you may have less buoyancy or less. you may feel less weightless in this water than you would in, in the Adriatic Sea. If you are a scuba diver, you'll probably think about the word buoyancy. And you would probably know what negative, positive, and neutral buoyancy is. Now, buoyancy is a very important thing for a scuba diver because it means that if you have a neutral buoyancy, you can basically float over the ground. It means that your density is equal to the density of the water. Now, the density is an important part. So if the density of a stone, for example, is higher than the density of the water, then it will be pulled down. That's when negative buoyancy happens, is that you are just heavier than the water. As a diver, for example, you have too many weights on you because as a scuba diver, you will have weights on you to get down onto the ground. Now, if your buoyancy is too much or if, if you have negative buoyancy and you have too much weight on you, then you are much denser than the water. And the problem then is you are going to sink like a stone, but you're going to have troubles trying to swim actually above the water. And when you are scuba diving, that's the idea. You're not meant to be face down, belly down, knee down onto the ground on the sand. You're actually supposed to float over the ground. That's your neutral buoyancy. That's what we want. Now, if you have positive buoyancy, then you don't have enough weight on you. That happens particularly with new divers, and it happened numerous times with me where I would try to go diving, but I didn't have enough weight on me, so I couldn't get down. I couldn't get down 
below where I want it to be. So I needed to have extra weight. Now, sometimes with new divers particularly, you get a little bit of a panic because it's a little bit weird to go diving. Uh, it's such a weird feeling and people feel claustrophobic and it's just a bit funny when you're not, you know, like when you're trying to sink um, and you keep kicking up your legs, but you're not meant to kick up your legs. And if you do kick your legs, you kind of pull, you kind of work against the buoyancy. So you're trying to stay at the top of the water, which is not helpful when you're trying to get down. Um, even if your buoyancy is, if you're correctly weighted and your buoyancy is actually neutral. What I'm trying to say is that sometimes you have a positive buoyancy at the top of the water, but that's just because you're physio physiologically or physically working against the water. And then when you get down actually, and when you are where you want to be, you may, you may just have too much weight on you. Now a very skilled diver can work against that weight. They know how to put a little bit of more air into their jacket. And when they put more air into their jacket, they're able to get a neutral buoyancy and they're able to swim uh, without touching the ground and just kind of float around like they're meant to float around. Um, as far as I go, I think I've gotten to being able to do neutral buoyancy. I'm not perfect and I would never claim to be perfect in that way. But either way, um, that is buoyancy connected to uh, weightlessness. So underwater, you don't, and, and you may know this again, if you're a diver, you do know this, uh, and please correct me if I'm wrong with any of this, but when you have your tank in the back and you have your weight on you, this is really heavy actually. So going diving, it's always, it's a workout for your entire core and your entire body but you don't feel any of that the second you're in the water. Um, you just, or the second you're trying to descend into your diving depth. And that is because the water is kind of taking that away from you. And you know that you are wearing something around you because the second you were to take this off, you're going to shoot up into, you know, up to the surface, which you're not meant to do, but, you know, accidents happen. That's something to be aware of. Because the second you then, if you're ascending and you're up at the surface and you don't put enough air into your jacket, uh, which the jacket is the extra jacket where the tank is attached to, then you may sink because you don't have enough air onto you. And the problem then is that you have actually negative buoyancy uh, and so you're trying to kick really hard and it can be so exhausting. So then you're trying to create positive buoyancy to keep you up at the surface. Um, it can be really exhausting, especially after you've done a long dive, then trying to get onto a boat with your jacket and with your stuff. It's just, it can be something else. So as far as weightlessness goes, it's just... It's such a cool feeling and I know I know a lot of my friends and people that I know they're not super comfortable in the ocean and I get it because it's weird when all of a sudden when you're just trying to stand a wave kicks you over or under your legs and then you're trying to you know you're trying to get your buoyancy right you're trying to not drown again if you're standing and then all of a sudden there is no waves then or the waves kicks kicks your legs away then um you know just try to stand up again 
Um, but it can be really scary. Now, but there's something about this weightlessness. Uh, there's something about just knowing that my head is there, but not feeling the rest of my body because it's just floating along. I absolutely enjoy that feeling. And no matter how cold I get, and I do get quite cold these days, it's just amazing and it just kind of refreshes your whole body and your mind and it's something that I believe everybody should do very very much so it's super enjoyable not just in the summer just you know an open water swim is just amazing so with that I hope you join me one of these days and on my open water swims and I hope you stay safe that's super important. I hope you learned a little bit about buoyancy and weightlessness in the water and have a great week. If you want to engage with me on social media, follow me on Twitter at Jess underscore explores or follow me on Instagram at Jess underscore explores underscore podcast.